Hi everyone, you're listening to episode 38 of The Cheerful Cynics with me, Pooj, and drunken hermit, Gaia. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast and you're listening on iTunes, please rate us. Also, if you'd like to get in contact or have any questions, you can email us at thecheerfulcynics at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at thecheerfulcynicspodcast. So Guy, how's it going? Are you getting used to lockdown yet? Uh, it's so strange, Pooj. Is this week four? Week five? I, d- I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows how long we've been here. <laughs> how long has I, it been? I, <laughs> I don't know what week it is, let alone what day it is anymore. I know. <laughs> it's all merged into just one long day. And you only really know how much time has passed by how hungry you are. Very strange time that we're living in. I am okay, though, staying at home, you know, like we should be doing. How about you? Slowly going insane, but you know. <laughs> as expected. <laughs> as expected. I was always halfway there anyway. You were always the one that would go first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the problem. I, I've decided to no longer watch the news. Okay. Because it's no good, really. Yeah. Right. It's all the depressing stuff. It's all COVID, isn't it? It's all, all the COVID. time, all day, every day. So I, I can't do anything about it. So I've stopped watching it. But okay. I have come across some older, funny news clips. And that have kept me entertained. Right. Do you remember a guy from 2006 called Guy Goma? Guy Goma? He rings a bell, actually. What happened with him? <laughs> I remember this from years and years ago. So basically, he was um, he went on live TV, BBC News, and he was interviewed on a subject that he knew nothing about. And it was like one of those dreams where oh. you kind of wake, wake up in the middle of an exam or just before an exam, you know, yeah. you don't have your clothes on, you don't have a pen and they're like, pens down. <laughs> You're like, ah! Oh. <laughs> yeah, I've had those before. It's like, shit, what? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I don't remember getting here. <laughs> I kind of vaguely remember him though. What happened? Yeah, so he was waiting for a job interview as a data support cleanser. That was and it. So he went to um, the BBC for an interview there and... His name is Guy and yeah. he was there with somebody called Guy Cuny and they were being prepared for an interview on live TV, whereas oh. Guy Goma was going to be going for this other interview. Obviously, you can probably see where it's all going to go. Oh, yeah. So Guy Cuny was there for an interview about an Apple lawsuit and iTunes and things like that. So it was all about new developments in the digital world. Guy Goma was not there for that. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously the the wrong guy was summoned and he ended up going on national TV talking about a lawsuit that he knew nothing about. <laughs> and oh the best God. bit is you, you have to get the video on YouTube because you just see so many different things go or so many different emotions on his face from as soon as he realizes <laughs> that he's on live TV. <laughs> and then just the, the panic on his face is priceless. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I remember him, he started out there, didn't he? How did they notice that he wasn't actually like a tech expert though when they were doing this? <laughs> well, they just carried on with the interview. They're like, uh, okay. <laughs> so, but the best thing is you see all the emotions on his face. He starts off with the, the yeah. panic, like the fear in his eyes and his mouth opens really wide like he wants to tell someone that it's all wrong. <laughs> to scream, be like, and no. Then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then his lips do this wiggling thing like he's about to say something. <laughs> And then almost you see something in his head that goes, relax. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just, just, just style it out. Just go along with it and it's all going to be fine. Oh, and then he does. And he just makes it up. <laughs> he gave some really, really broad answers about the music industry and where it was heading <laughs> and, and things like that. And if you read between the lines, 
it sounds like he's predicting how well Spotify and all these other music services were going to do. Oh, wow. It. Wow. That was a yeah. great wing. Well done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be terrifying. He was there for an interview, though, right? Like a job interview. So what, what happened then? Oh, yeah. He didn't get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so 20 minutes after he was on the, <laughs> on the t- he had his TV interview. Um, he attended his actual job interview. Oh. And then no. that lasted 10 minutes. Oh, no. Oh, that's a bad interview. Two <laughs> bad interviews in a row. <laughs> oh, God, that's such a shame, though. So did he become a tech expert after this? I'm surprised he didn't write a book or something, you know, how they normally would. <laughs> what happened to him after? <laughs> Do you know? Well, he didn't get the job. I don't know what okay. happened in his kind of career wise. But right. he was asked to come back on uh, different news outlets because it was just so damn funny so he, <laughs> so he was interviewed on um, channel 4 news in the uk and he was jokingly questioned by the presenter firstly introducing him as a venezuelan citizen <laughs> then as a lawyer and then as a doctor oh. <laughs> on the same show for three different stories <laughs> that's jokes that's really funny <laughs> and then um on the same day he later appeared on bbc news again Oh, and God. this time it was more of a planned interview about what had happened and they could yeah. just joke about it a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's good that the um the news outlets saw the funny side of it though and they continued the joke. Yeah, well I think they couldn't avoid it. Yeah. Um, and even in early 2018, Goma appeared on ITV's uh, greatest TV moments of all time. Mm. Well, he accepted an award um because it was voted one of the the greatest moments in British news. <laughs> of all the things that happened ever. <laughs> <laughs> that came on the news he <laughs> he won an award his one his one beat everything else that went on the news in the media that, <laughs> that like decade or whatever it was oh how stressful oh, how very so stressful, stressful. Right? <laughs> but how how would you get out of a situation like this though if that was you Pooj what would you do I think my face would start making noises until <laughs> eventually a collection of those noises would just make a sentence and I'd have to curl up and die afterwards I think that's essentially what happened to him, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's what. He, that's exactly what happened. If you watch it, you just see him go, oh, and then he starts. <laughs> it actually reminds you of a Fox 5 News reporter. So she was attending a queue for um, Californian Lottery. The Powerball prize was $500 million. It was massive, so newsworthy. So she was in the queue where there was tons of people buying lottery tickets. She went up to this random dude on live TV and asked him what his lucky numbers were. So he told her, which, you know, you would do. And then she asked what he would do with the money if he won all of it. So this is like $500 million, right? Without skipping a beat and in totally like straight face, he's like a bunch of hookers and cocaine. And that was it. He didn't, he didn't even say I would buy. All he said was a bunch of hookers and cocaine. This was his quote. <laughs> It's not what you expect to hear on live TV, <laughs> but a bunch of hookers and cocaine. Dude, $500 million worth. <laughs> I mean, I imagine that's a lot. Right? <laughs> How? <laughs> what would that even look like? How... Oh, God. I don't want to know. I don't want to know, Pooch. Half a billion dollars worth. Or half a billion yes. worth dollars worth of hookers. And cocaine. <laughs> and ho- and co- <laughs> cocaine? <laughs> but it's just so good you need to watch this video she's you can see it on her face so she asked him you know like really bubbly sunny american kind of reporter on fox news or whatever and then she just basically so quickly ejects herself from the conversation it's like lightning speed 
I think awkwardly she's laughing and then she's like, oh, that's not good. We were hoping for a different answer. Just laughing and walking away. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't deal with the honesty. <laughs> <laughs> so honest. I mean, he knew he was on TV. Tons of hookers <laughs> and cocaine. Oh, I need to watch this. See, this is the, the, the good kind of news that we should be watching right now. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. The fun stuff. Yeah, this is what people need to be listening to. So it's all on YouTube. You guys have to find it and watch it. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Honesty. Honesty is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he won the lottery in the end and if his dream came true. Oh, he'd be so lucky. <laughs> right. What a strange, creepy guy. Do you think he would have survived <laughs> that party, though? All that cocaine and hookers. I don't know if he'd come out of that alive food. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> That's a one-way trip. That's a one-way trip. <laughs> Speaking of luck, Pooch, there was a guy in Sacramento in California and he was hunting wild turkeys and he was in full camouflage, hiding behind like a fake turkey, like a turkey decoy, basically, and then blowing a turkey call. What's a turkey call? Oh, I'm not really a hunter, but I guess it makes turkey noises, so it tracks all the turkeys from the area. Come to my party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dinner's ready. Pow, pow. So that's good. Yeah, I guess us Londoners have no idea what that means because we, we don't see any wildlife. Well, I know. I haven't been ever. out in so long. I don't even know what a turkey looks like anymore, to be honest. So <laughs> sure, that's what a turkey looks like. I have no idea. <laughs> so was his turkey call successful? It didn't actually end up attracting any turkeys. However, it attracted a very hungry mountain lion. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. He was so well camouflaged that he actually fooled the mountain lion into thinking that he was actually a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> what, did he, uh, did he get a good old stuffing? <laughs> that's pretty terrifying, right? Yeah, but I think that's just a risk in, in the game though, isn't it? Prepare to be hunted, yeah. Prepare to be hunted. Thankfully, the mountain lion realised that the hunter was a person when the hunter started like yelling and pushing it away and stuff. He started, he started <laughs> yelling. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Get off I me, believe you I'm bastard. not a turkey. <laughs> Let me push you away, naughty fellow. Actually, just... this was in California, so I don't know if this is how they spoke. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. <laughs> yeah. I say, get off me. I say, get off <laughs> Get, Get off, off, I said. But so, you, so he shouted at the lion saying, go away, please. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he, pushed, he pushed a mountain lion. Mountain lion, which is going to weigh as much as a car, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what a turkey looks like, Pooch. I'm going to know what a mountain lion looks like at this point. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. I hope he had a change of underwear because that's not useful. <laughs> oh, dude, I'd be scarred for life, honestly. Thankfully, authorities decided not to track down the lion as it just made an innocent mistake and they figured it probably wouldn't attack people normally. They just thought it was a turkey, right? So it's not it's not his fault. <laughs> I mean, it's it's never nature's fault, really. No. That's pretty harsh. Imagine they said, oh, you know, you go into the, the mountain lion's natural habitat. You start yep. dancing around going, baka, baka, and then yep. you're like, oh, I got attacked by a mountain lion. Don't don't go after the mountain lion. <laughs> they didn't, <laughs> thankfully, because that would have been really bad. That's, it's not <laughs> his, his fault. fault. <laughs> <laughs> would you be able to go back to hunting after that happened to you, though, Pooch? Oh, probably not. Probably not. I mean, I'd, I'd just be like, screw it, I'm become a vegetarian. <laughs> it's just easier. I, I can't deal with <laughs> trying to hunt uh, a turkey and then you get attacked by a mountain lion. I don't know what any oh. of those two things are, but yeah. <laughs> 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 <Just> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I could go hunting. 
Not, no. Well, not if I have an experience like that. No. And if it's not really working, if you're not attracting turkeys, then you're using the wrong call. But imagine if you were the mountain lion as well. So I'd be terrified to hunt for anything again, thinking that it would just be a human in disguise, you know, be like, oh shit, can I go for this rabbit? It could be a fucking human. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a human. That tree is a human. <laughs> uh, well, humans can do some strange things. It's like um, in 2009, there was a 14-year-old police officer. Did you hear about the 14-year-old police officer? No. No. <laughs> so basically, he's, he showed up at a Chicago police station in uniform and he worked a five-hour shift. And during that time, he allegedly got a police radio, a ticket what? book, and rode with a police officer for several hours before his identity was realized. What? Yes. That he knew all the procedure due to a police explorer program that he'd actually been on. So, you know, where they talk you through the whole process of what, what policemen do and things like that. What? Hold on. He did a full five-hour shift. How? Did he even look like a kid? He's 15. 14, right? How old? <laughs> yeah, 14. 14. And they taught him all this shit while he was doing like a police <laughs> explorer program. <laughs> what <Yeah>. the hell? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he looked like a kid, firstly. His, name was, uh, his surname was Richardson, so we'll call him Richardson. Okay. And he was okay. small. But in some of the news reports, he was described as having a wrestler's physique and (laughs) also a good crop of facial hair. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best. A crop of facial hair. It's like, this is my harvest. (laughs) That's how they described him. (laughs) A good crop of facial hair. I think we need to describe you as that, Pooch. You've got a good crop of facial hair, haven't you? (laughs) (laughs) It's coming in for harvest. (laughs) Yeah, not good. So he was uh, dressed in a uniform yeah. that included a regulation sweater. And you know, it had a little Chicago police patch on one side. And he wore the, the cargo pants and a duty what? belt and all this other stuff. He also had like a nameplate as well. What? But he had no police star and no handgun. Thank God. Right. <laughs> How did they even fall for it? Because... I'm guessing it, it was like a cheapo Halloween costume that you'd get on eBay or something, right? You can't get the real deal, can you? <laughs> yeah, what, like a, a bin liner and like a, a fake <laughs> yeah. plastic police uniform and a little hat. You know, something yeah. for strippers normally. <laughs> latex, bitch. Latex. Yeah. <laughs> this one comes with cuffs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so what happened then? Well, so he, initially he duped the uh, radio room officer and just kind of called in. She assigned him to a beat and let him sign out a radio so he got his first radio and then she told another police officer saying this is your new new partner from now Mm. on so take him around a bit that officer gave them a locker showed them the locker room gave them a locker and off he went and he was a a police officer so he moved in like genuinely (laughs) they didn't think he looked out of place or anything they gave him a fucking locker a 14 year old yes (laughs) so um richardson his partner richardson's partner that day was faulted in the police report after her failure to raise questions over Richardson showing up without his equipment or a star. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's like, oh, where's your gun? Ah, shh. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. And no one, including the partner, appeared to notice that the holster was empty. Are you fucking serious? So he had no gun, just kind of walked in, just an empty, okay. empty gun holster and everything. Detectives, great work. Well done. I mean... <laughs> Evidently, they wouldn't be able to spot a mole in their police station if it bit them in the fucking ass. That must have been so embarrassing, though, Pooj. Yeah. 
Yeah, it does make you question the detective work. Yeah. Imagine you had a great. thick Russian accent that said, I want your nuclear vessel codes, please. Yeah, it's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so basically, the, the captain in charge told the investigators that when the partner assigned to Richardson was informed that he was an imposter, she appeared to be in a state of shock. Well, yes. <laughs> because earlier she had asked a 14-year-old to drive the squad car. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What the fuck? This is Orcs. He's 14. Yeah, he's been driving my car around. He drove the squad <laughs> car too. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't even bloody ask him to shoot someone while he was at it. Yeah, I know. So then oh, after that, after he was found out, he was held at a juvenile center for a little while. Problem was it had happened a few times. A so few times? Wait, time. he's done this several times? Yeah. He's called the police <laughs> several times? Yep. Are you fucking joking? He's got skills. <laughs> I mean, thinking about it, if he does want a job in the future, he's got he's got real life experience. He's got real first hand experience being a police officer. Yeah, he's got loads of work experience. That should definitely be on his CV when he gets <laughs> out. They probably would let him back on, to be fair. He probably wouldn't even notice that he had a criminal history. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, please share with your friends and hope you all stay home and stay safe. Yes, look after yourselves. Keep those windows and doors locked. Don't inhale any of that outside air. Don't touch people. Don't touch people. Don't touch people. Don't touch yourselves. Put some oven mitts on. Do your best. Oh, God. Remember, you can find us on Instagram at the Cheerful Cynics podcast or get in touch by emailing us at the Cheerful Cynics at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. Have a good week wherever you are. Bye. Bye. Bye.